Ladies and gentlemen, Uzi here with another episode of On The Record. We're back, better than ever. Not really, I'm still trying to get over our terrible illness that has taken over me for the past week or so. As a result, I haven't been streaming, haven't been very active in any aspect of life, whether it's socialization or communication, for that matter. Enough about that, we're going to jump right into it. So, this has to be talked about. This is why I'm here, the Tools of Torment Tweaks. It's a new developer update released by Behavior, and I'm going to be talking about it. I'm going to give my thoughts. I'm going to give some examples. And so let's just jump right into it. Another special edition of the developer update. Next week's update will feature changes for Screams and the newest killer, The Skull Merchant. We wanted to take this opportunity to share what's on the way, as well as the reasoning behind these changes, which I feel in many instances we just don't get. So it's nice to hopefully get an explanation here. The Skull Merchant, between the PTB and live release of the Tools of Torment chapter, we made a wide variety of changes to the Skull Merchant to help address some of the feedback we received. We've been keeping a close eye on her since, and while it seems like these changes have had a positive effect on her performance, there are a few frustrations we want to address sooner rather than later in no particular order. These are, it doesn't feel like the Skull Merchant's power helps her enough in a chase, it doesn't feel as though there's enough risk to having a claw trap. The Skull Merchant is too good at holding a 3-gen, causing very long matches. I couldn't agree more with the following. I'm so glad that they were able to pick up on this, because at many times in my DVD career, I just feel like there's no reception between the devs as well as the community. There's, we're just on totally different pages, all in all. The pain points are a common thread between the feedback many of you have given since the chapter released. To rectify each of them, we have made a large number of changes. On the hunt, the Skull Merchant's drones will lock onto survivors, making them exposed for some time. This can push survivors away from stronger structures and into a sparser part of the map. However, as many of you have pointed out, this doesn't really pose a threat if you're already injured. Getting hit will already put you into the dying state. Likewise, claw traps don't feel equally threatening to all players. While the thought of having your location constantly broadcast to the killer is enough of a deterrent for some, more confident survivors may actually welcome a chase, opting instead to keep the killer distracted for their teammates. I completely agree. To improve her strength in a chase, we made a couple of changes. First, the Skull Merchant will now gain a growing haste effect for each survivor tracked on her radar. This bonus starts at 3% for one survivor, raises to 5 for 2, 6% for 3, and 7% for 4. Both claw traps and active drone zones will contribute to this and the killer does not need to inspect their scanner to gain the benefits this will reward the killer for efficiently using their power to keep tabs on their prey second vaulting a pallet with the claw trap will cause that pallet to break destroying the claw trap in the process this was previously part of the common ultrasonic trap speaker add-on with this change being chased with a claw trap attached becomes a lot more dangerous. These combined adjustments allow the skull merchant to more frequently give value out of her power regardless of whether or not the survivor she's chasing is injured. I think these are actually exceptional changes. I love them in and out. I feel as though to the dev's point is that the chase power for the new killer was just non-existent. And so as a result, these are really, really good changes and I sincerely find myself intrigued and wanting to actually play the killer upon the updated release of this killer because in its current state the killer is in the least fun state ever legitimately i've played a 44 minute match a 55 minute match and a 49 minute match absolutely horrendous 
The Skull Merchant has legitimately pushed me away from DVD some, and I'm now playing Call of Duty as well on the side because I just cannot take any more of this prolonged matches. And literally, Lori's memorial literally is unfortunately succumbed to a three gen of death with this killer, especially it being an indoor map. And there's three generators that, for whatever reason, are commonly spawning right next to each other, so they're just running overcharge on top of Call of Brine. And it's just essentially impossible to break these. I mean, as I mentioned, some of those matches took such a long time. And we lost every time. We actually had a 35-minute match that we actually won. And it was the first match I've ever won against a good Skull Merchant holding down a 3-gen. Just all of our teammates were really good. We made all the right decisions. And all in all, it worked out. So I'm just really glad to see that this change is being implemented. However, I was mentioning three gens, and that's what the devs talk about next. Generator defense. The Skull Merchant excels when it comes to defending a cluster of three generators. Not only will her drones notify her anytime a survivor approaches a generator, but she can also easily replace them once they are disabled. This can make matches go on for an excessively long time with neither side making much progress. These matches tend not to be too terribly interesting for anyone involved and only end when someone gives up. 100% true. To put a damper on our ability to defend generators, drones are no longer immediately returned to the Skull Merchant once they are disabled. Instead, they will be returned once their respective traps are destroyed. This will make it more difficult to replace disabled drones on these generators. That said, this will limit how often the Skull Merchant can deploy new drones. Therefore, we have a series of changes to compensate for this loss of power. First, to ensure survivors cannot hold a claw trap indefinitely to deny her from using her power, claw traps will now be instantly destroyed as soon as the battery expires, and the claw trap batteries will no longer refill when entering an active zone. This way, claw traps will always return as a, or after a set amount of time. Second, drones will enter an unhackable state whenever a survivor with a claw trap is near. This will prevent a single survivor from running around and disabling every drone, meaning the killer will always have some combination of four claw traps or drones available to them. Combined with the changes the claw traps mentioned above, the Skull Merchant will always get value out of her ability, whether it's through deployed drones or traps. Flipping phenomenal behavior. Thank you so much. These are all extremely positive changes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I literally have never thought of them addressing the rework in this way, but they did, and I think it's extremely smart. I know that everyone's going to have their pessimistic outlook towards what this is going to be, but all in all, the 3-gen meta, at least with the traps, is less viable. However, the reality of the situation is we need to address 3-gens in general. That exists for any killer. I can do it with Sadako. I can do it with the Knight, I can do it with Nurse, I can do it with Blade, I can do it with any killer. A 3-gen is not this killer's problem, the 3-gen is a game problem, all in all. However, the Skull Merchant just excels in that particular department, because you're in a 3-gen, always one shot, without having to rev your chainsaw up like Cannibal does. Literally, I have won matches holding a 3-gen with Cannibal without running slowdowns, because it's just that extremely strong. Just three gens are disgusting. That actually needs to be addressed in itself, but I happily welcome these changes to the killer's power. However, as they mentioned, some add-ons were changed, so let's jump right into that. And when I mean they were changed, I mean they were made base kits. So I'm assuming the add-ons are A, completely removed, or B, they reworked how they operate. Last but not least, we have a few add-on changes to round out this update, which makes sense. Ultrasonic Trap Speaker. Since this add-on has been incorporated into the killer's base kit, it needed a new effect. 
Ultrasonic Trap Speaker now reduces the time taken for undetectable to take effect when inside an active zone by 50%. I actually don't know how long it takes, but it might might be useful. Expired batteries. This add-on has been changed to ultra rare to match its high effectiveness. Since claw traps now provide a haste effect, this would make the killer very fast at the start of the match in addition to revealing the survivor's position. Therefore, we have reduced the duration of the claw trap survivor spawns with to 40% of the normal battery life was 150. Prototype Raider. This add-on has been changed to very rare to better suit its effectiveness. Adaptive lighting. Adaptive light on. Wow, I can't talk. Now increases the length of the undetectable effect by 50% was 20%. Alright, and then they also address screams. I scream, you scream, we all scream when the killer is using a perk or power that makes people scream unless you're using Calm Spirit. In 6.6.0, we change the screams caused by perks. Historically, these perks would cause the survivor to use the same scream sound as when they are hurt. We decided to change this considering the survivors was not actually being hurt, just scared. When we made this tweak, these screens became 3D, meaning you could tell which direction they were coming from, and limited their range as a side effect. In this update, we will be readjusting these perks to bring them back to the original functionality, but with the proper scream sounds. Screams caused by perks will once again be 2D, meaning you can't quite tell which direction they're coming from, and be heard map-wide. So it seems like they just reverted screams, which is great. They, I'm not sure if they're also doing that to when the survivors are in hook. I hope so, because those long prolonged screams are extremely tedious and unnecessary. With that being said, all in all, I sincerely think that this change to the Skull Merchant will actually increase how many people play them. I know that I'm actually going to be willing to try out the new killer once the time comes. Because it'll be really cool to actually get some applicability out of the haste effect. Because I always wanted a haste effect, but I actually wanted it in the zone. But once again, survivors would just leave. So I actually really enjoy it. I think that's a really cool change. I think this killer is going to be in a lot healthier of a spot than before. But only time will tell. Maybe, just maybe, the killer will somehow get worse. And some may be wondering, how would this killer get worse? Well, guess what? If I'm holding a 3-gen, hear me out. And I have a haste effect because they have to have three claw traps on. And let's just say I just throw a force somewhere, but no one's going to mess with that unless it's to replace one of the, th the spots on the three gen. So, yeah, we'll just say worst case scenario, all four survivors get a claw trap. That's a 7% haste effect while holding on to a three gen. That's disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. Because that's constant until one of them break. And so, we could actually see the 3-gen technically getting worse in a way, right? Because the 3-gen is still going to exist. You can still place your drones at a 3-gen, which is still going to exist. However, you just don't get them right back immediately, but the killer is going to be fast. 7% faster. That's significant, people. I don't think some realize some perks in the game don't give you that. Play with your food is 5%. Hex Devourer Hope, I think, gives you 5% as well for a speed boost after a survivor gets unhooked, if I remember correctly. No, Ed, if I remember correctly, also gives you a bit of a speed boost. Maybe they got rid of that, because I know they reworked No Ed a while ago. So, or maybe it still exists. Nevertheless, these changes have been made for better or for worse, we will find out. I personally think they're for the better. I think it's going to make the gameplay significantly more healthy. I think 3 gens is still going to be a problem with this killer, but... That's because three gens are a problem in general, people. With the previous ability of the Skull Merchant, it was both the problem of the game as well as the killer because that was the only thing they truly excelled in. I've faced two Skull Merchants since the release of the killer, 
in which they focused on chasing with the drones, and they got three hooks max the entire match. They just couldn't get downs. It's not how it works, people. You leave the zone, you might take a hit, you, you know, they might toss another one, bam, you know, but you're already injured, so you don't leave the zone, so you're just kind of playing around that zone. Maybe you preach out the pallet to play it safe to avoid the undetectable status, depending on what kind of tile you're at. All in all, good changes made. We'll see if they're actually good changes. We'll see if the three gen somehow gets worse. But either way, I would be surprised if they reworked the killer again because I think their killer is in an exceptional spot at this point in time, and I really like where they're at. And I am actually going to give the killer a try here in the near future once this new update drops, giving us the ability to utilize this new killer. And hopefully there's no bugs with it because first impressions are, in, are everything to me. So with that being said, I am going to rest and lie down now that I was able to talk about this new killer for a minute, but I had to talk about it. This killer is still new. That's why I'm still saying new killer. This killer is only a couple weeks old, people. We're far, far away from another release of a new one. But with that being said, I was able to talk about it. I'm happy about it. Let me know what you all think. And with that being said, everyone stay safe in the fog and have a wonderful rest of the day.